재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵. On Wednesday, the United States and Israel signed a new 10-year military assistance deal representing the single largest pledge of its kind in American history. This pact laid out in a memorandum of understanding will be worth $38 billion over the course of a decade, an increase of about 27% on the money pledged in the last agreement, which was signed in 2007. And to give us more analysis on this deal, we're very pleased to have joining us from Tel Aviv University, the chair in contemporary Middle East. Eastern history, Professor Al Zisser. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us, Professor. Uh, first, could you give us some details on this new agreement and how it is different from the uh, 2007 deal? Well, first of all, we speak here about an agreement uh, for 10 years, so there is no need to negotiate the terms uh, every year. Mm-hmm. Then we speak about the amount uh, I mean, three point three point eight million dollar, which is the biggest, as you mentioned, and uh, of course there are details regarding uh, technical and uh, military cooperation. I mean, the uh, way Israel can uh, access uh, Amer- and use American technology and the readiness of the Americans to sell and uh, provide Israel with the most sophisticated and advanced uh, weaponry. And this sort of thing. So uh, this is an upgrading or mm. improvement of the previous uh, agreement. It's not a dramatic change. It's not a revolution. Right. But uh, it's uh, one step uh, um, in, in the same course we are heading for so many years. Right. And as you very well know, and I know you are uh, telling us uh, in your expert opinion that this is not really a big deal. But as you know, the media coverage of this is is quite, uh, I suppose, portraying it in a different way. I think contrasting it uh, largely because of this uh, very famous, uh, I suppose, uh, lack of chemistry, maybe to put it mildly, or... um, uh, not personality clashes between the U.S. President Barack Obama and uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Do you think that contrast is interesting at all, or is it pretty irrelevant? Well, it, it is relevant. Netanyahu, first of all, is being criticized in Israel because he's the first prime minister to interfere in American domestic right. uh, politics. I mean, there are those who say he should run for the American presidency <laughs> because... Uh, you know, he belongs more ideologically more to the Republican side, and this is not in the interest of Israel to be seen and to be regarded among Americans as uh, one party or someone who will into a certain party. And Netanyahu is also being criticized for having that kind of a deal because there are those who say we could uh, get much better deal. Mm. If he wouldn't have, you know, uh, criticized President Obama, he wouldn't have gone to the uh, Senate to address uh, the, the Senate and, and, and the Congress and to uh, attacking the, uh, the agreement uh, signed by Obama with, with Iran. We could have reached, uh, you know, a better, a better deal, not thirty-eight billion, but maybe forty-five mm. billion dollar in, in better conditions. And still, you know, when America looks around. Uh, Israel is still, regardless of the lack of chemistry between Netanyahu and Obama, uh, important allies, and Israel is an important ally, a stable state in the, this troubled uh, region. So, all and all, 
it shows the uh, how deep uh, relations between Israel and the United States are, regardless of you right. know uh, um, bad uh, personal relations between the prime minister and the president. That's very interesting indeed, because uh, everyone's been remarking on how this is unprecedented, the number $38 billion, but it actually could have been uh, higher, perhaps if um, the relationship, at least between the leaders, are important, uh, were better, but the fundamental alliance between the U.S. and Israel, those uh, dynamics haven't changed. From the uh, U.S. president's point of view, Barack Obama, he is uh, set to leave office shortly, um, do you think in his calculation he basically just kind of played the middle ground then? Uh, he knows this is an appropriate agreement to make, and therefore he said it, and I suppose the the uh, the uh, monetary amount is also sort of, in his view, as he leaves office, the appropriate amount for the next 10 years. Yes, I think so. I mean, his legacy, he thinks about his legacy, and clearly he didn't do well in the Middle East, and still, you know, he wants people to remember him, not because of Syria, but because of the agreement of uh, with Iran, and because, you know, he maintained uh, good relations with uh, with Israel. I mean, when, when, when you look around and you see, you know, this region and what Americans should do in this region, investing in Israel security, it's not a bad idea. That's, I think, is the American approach because the Americans also get things from Israel. The presence of Israel here uh, sharing intelligence, uh, information, and so on and so forth. So I think that for him is um, an agreement that he can uh, support and he can add to his uh, legacy. You mentioned the Iranian deal, and as of course uh, most people who follow this topic know that there is a, a difference of opinion on that uh, deal between the uh, Israelis and the Americans. Uh, that being said, then, with this uh, new uh, uh, military agreement between the United States and Israel, uh, d- is that a mitigating factor as to um, Israel's obvious uh, op- opposition to the Iranian deal? And does it in some ways, I guess, bolster some of the aspects of uh, Israel's deterrent force and, and um, I guess, military preparedness in combating any uh, threats uh, possibly from a country like Iran? Well, first of all, uh let me mention that indeed the Prime Minister criticized this agreement, but many experts inside Israel, including former heads of the intelligence and uh, the military and security agencies, supported this mm. agreement and thought it was not so so bad. But but even Netanyahu accepted and understand that, well, it's a fact, and now you need to live with it and with its results. So... Um, I think that, yes, the idea is to leave the agreement, the dispute uh, about the agreement behind us and to move uh, forward. And that's what the agreement is uh, actually doing, bringing the dispute to uh, an end and and, 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 uh, open uh, new ways to uh, work together in uh, this new reality where... Iran signed the agreement and is heading toward being uh, like North Korea, a nuclear uh, power. Right. In terms of uh, 
looking forward now to the next 10 years, as we know, uh, Obama will be leaving office. So we don't know how the dynamics will change necessarily uh, politically in Israel. But uh, certainly the, the challenges in the Middle East are, are very, very uh, complex uh, and quite difficult, I think we can say. What do you think Israel's uh, main security challenges will be? Well, uh, I would like to point two. I mean, uh, one is not a conventional attack or conventional war because uh, uh, most of our neighboring countries signed peace agreements with us. And uh, the other, well, we know, you know, Bashar al-Assad is not in a position to uh, launch an attack against Israel like his father did in 73, mm. left with no army because of, of the war. But, of course, the, the, the arsenal of missiles, Israel is surrounded by quarter million uh, advanced missiles supplied by Iran and by other to Hezbollah and Hamas. So, so this is one point. The other has to do, of course, with the uh, conflict with the Palestinians, how to bring it to an end. It's not a direct military threat, but it's a threat to uh, the stability and to the image of Israel and the way we would like Israel to uh, be in 10, 20, 30 years. We see Israel as Jewish, democratic, and of course, for uh, maintaining Israel uh, as Jewish and democratic and uh, maintaining good relations with the international community, we Mm -hmm. need to achieve progress. Uh, with the Palestinians. So I think this is the challenge. I wouldn't say uh, immediate existential threat, but really a challenge. Uh, We're going to have to leave it there, but Professor Zisser, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.